You're with Julian on the Brown Notes and the Liberal Party versus China versus Russia versus America. Oh, the saber rattling is going crazy at the moment. The um, Liberals are campaigning heavily, and they are campaigning quite heavily on the um, animosity, the building on Scott Morrison's incredible animosity towards China. Um, if you missed numerous pieces on this show about how Scott Morrison blundered into the most expensive whirlwind Australia has ever had because he thought that he was one of the three stooges with Donald Trump and Boris Johnson and he'd go into bat for Donald Trump and uh, made this comment about how they were going to send weapons, in weapons inspectors into China to find out the source of COVID at which point China went, yeah, nah, and um, cut off $100 billion of trade. Well, $36 billion a year, our biggest trade partner by miles. And our slavish press kept him afloat, even though it was incredibly economically damaging and still is, and has um, put China very much offside. And they are our biggest trade partner. And a lot of people on the right of uh, the media were saying, you know, oh, this is great. He's done so well to stand up to China. But the whole thing was a complete charade. It was a mistake. He didn't realise what he was doing and he blundered into it. But now there's an election coming. It's interesting that both he and Peter Dutton, his big rival that might well roll in this week, have both taken the uh, China cause to heart. And there's a lot more going on here and a lot of hypocrisy. They're handmaidens. So the crumb maidens of the media are the Sydney Morning Herald. Because the Murdoch Press does whatever it wants. And they've attacked Scott Morrison way more than the Sydney Morning Herald. The once left-leaning Sydney Morning Herald has done in its new Channel 9 era. Uh, where Peter Costello is like the head of the board of directors at Channel 9. And they've come out with like, you know, you open your phone and there's like five pieces in a row on the Sydney Morning Herald homepage. Are China doing this? China are infecting our democracy. And it's just like, oh, for God's sake, we get it. You're just going to pummel this all election. So um, the one part here is we've had khaki elections before, and that is where a government, usually on the right, tries to drum up nationalistic fervour and patriotism about the fact that they haven't got any policies and everything else is going really badly. It No government has ever campaigned in a khaki election from a position of strength because if they were in a position of strength they'd be saying look at the great job we've done with the country they wouldn't be saying there's some scary men down the road i'll protect you even though they started the fight with the scary men down the road so the this is from a position of weakness and it's the weakness here is the fact they don't have anything left there really isn't anything for the liberals to campaign on positively they didn't even get their religious discrimination bill through. And it's looking like they might not even get the other bill that they're trying to get through, which is um, the uh, internet's, you know, they want to punish trolls on the internet because the trolls are always attacking them. So they don't really have any economy to shout about. The COVID response has been widely mocked and the government's beset with corruption scandals and misogyny scandals. So let's pretend there's a big scary man outside. Um, so Peter Dutton's come out swinging um, and he basically said that um, the Labour Party are being elected by China. Therefore, if you elect the Labour Party, you are Chinese. And this was uh, this is from The Guardian. Dutton has plumbed new depths 
and dangerous ones by suggesting China's back in Labour. Peter Dutton's incendiary question time invest intervention suggesting China had picked Anthony Albanese as its election candidate plumbed new and dangerous depths. It was also not based on any fact. Four weeks, Scott Morrison and his defence ministers have been suggesting voters must not be lulled into a false sense of national security. Bipartisanship, only the coalition, their argument goes, can be trusted not to appease China. At the tail end of question time on Thursday, Dutton dialed the scare campaign up to 11. With Morrison watching on, the defence minister declared he wanted to scotch the idea that both of Australia's main political parties were equally committed to defending the nation. On matters of security, suggested Albanese was the least prepared alternative prime minister since Latham. Latham's changed now. He wouldn't be happy with that. And then came the deadliest of dead cats. We now see evidence there isn't. This is a lie. Mr Speaker, that the Chinese Communist Party, the Chinese government, has made a decision about who they're going to back in the next federal election, Mr Speaker. And it's obvious they've picked Albanese as the candidate. Now, never mind the fact that Labour supported the government's diplomatic boycott of the Beijing Winter Olympics, because Anthony Albanese will stand as close to the left of Scott Morrison as possible up until Election Day. Never mind Labour's not only criticised the Chinese government over human rights abuses, but has gone further than Scott Morrison's government by calling for targeted sanctions on those foreign companies, officials and other entities known to be directly profiting from Uyghur forced labour. Albanese has rebuffed the former Labour leader Paul Keating uh, on his pro-China policies. Um, so this was, um, and, and they basically went completely against what the ASIO chief recently came out and said, um, which was uh, the a top Australian intelligence chief has vowed to counter any attempts by other foreign countries to interfere in the upcoming federal election after a recent plot had been disrupted. Head of Australian Security Intelligence Organisation, ASIO, Mike Burgess, said, uh, issued a plea for Australians not to allow, not to allow the fear of foreign interference stoke community division. This is a very important comment made by the Chief of our Security. Do not let the fear of foreign intervention in our politics stoke fear in the community towards these groups that is a statesmanlike comment when someone like peter dutton has just come out and done exactly the opposite when asked about potential meddling in the federal election in may burgess said he could not talk about current matters um, but they had foiled this plot he doesn't mention which country involved uh, he didn't say that it was china and he didn't say that it was um pro-labor and by the way, um, why wouldn't China support the Labour Party more than the Morrison government that's been regularly attacking it in the media? Uh, he was vague when describing the election target and did not say, didn't say what country was believed responsible. But Pete Dutton has gone out and said that they had evidence that from our security people that China had backed. Labour. He said, and he's the head of the security, that they don't, that they haven't said who was involved. Um, Burgess said the case involved a wealthy individual who maintained direct deep connections with foreign governments and its intelligence. <coughs> Excuse me. The puppeteer hired a foreign person, a person to enable foreign interference in operations and use of 
offshore bank accounts. Berg speculated if the plot were left undetected, some of the candidates might have won an election. They might have been urged to hire certain associates as political staffers who would feed information to foreign governments. At some point, the politicians might prevail upon to vote a particular way on a contentious issue. So what they're saying is that at some point in the future, the end game there would have been that a politician in the future might have been persuaded to vote a certain way on a certain issue. That's not exactly massive, is it? I mean, they are persuaded to vote certain ways by the mining lobby and by uh, numerous other groups all of the time. It's not like saying that they're going to represent a particular foreign power while they're in government, just that they might lean a particular way. So, the, so you've got um, <clears throat> you've got the chief of ASIO saying, "Don't listen to this rubbish." What ha what happened? We stopped, and <clears throat> don't use it to stoke division and fear in the community with uh, and basically racism, and that's exactly what the Liberal Party have done towards China. Now, there is I've seen articles at the moment which are speculating one way or the other. The Right-wing media is saying that the Chinese are influencing our elections. The ABC is saying that Russia is influencing our elections and the Murdoch press has attacked them for doing so. Now, this is, a, this is probably the most important point of this piece. The right of politics and the media need you to think that it's China that is influencing our elections and not Russia, because Russia are on their side. China are not. Russia has skin in the game. We've spent the last five years hearing about Russian interference over the internet on Facebook, about how they influenced things like Brexit and uh, Donald Trump being elected, not in nefarious ways, but by spamming adverts and doing stuff like that and promoting, you know, full stories on Facebook and, um, you know, astroturfing the whole thing because they want... Trump in power in America and they wanted Brexit to, in, in Britain because it weakens both countries. It destroys the threat of democracy or more democracy in their own countries because people in Russia look at what's happened with Trump in America and what's happened with Brexit in England and Britain and say, oh, we don't want that garbage. So these things are very, very good for them. They don't set out to absolutely steamroll for one candidate their bigger aim is to see division in the minds of the electorates in the UK and in America, to believe that it's chaos and for the you know for their own people to believe that what's happening in America and the UK is complete chaos, and that the and that the this freedom-loving democracy system just doesn't work. They've got a bit of a point though, haven't they? It kind of hasn't done lately. So that's one of the reasons why the, the Liberal Party and the Murdoch Press are hammering China and the Sydney Morning Herald are hammering China. But it's Russia that has been shown to have had the most internet influence on elections so far. They've been the ones that have been pummeling um, things like Facebook with you know spamming ads and targeting people and, and having these troll factories. So that's been Russia. But you'll never hear that out of the mouths of the people in the Liberal Party. And this whole thing is incredibly hypocritical. I think within the first year of Scott Morrison being in, in charge, or in, uh, I don't know, I think he was treasurer then, but they signed so many land deals with China. 
selling our sovereign land to China. Look at the ports in Darwin. They were bending over backwards to hand chunks of Australia to China. The biggest hypocrisy about all of this is that they have courted the Chinese vote in Australia. To them, they've gone behind the backs of um, the public and gone to the Chinese and said, we're pro-business, the Chinese, if you want to be stereotypical about the elder generation of Chinese Australians, one, they're pro-business. So they go and they pretend to be super pro-business and two, they're very conservative. So they say that, you know, all these positivity stories and gender stories and sexuality stories that the Labour Party are, you know, playing identity politics. We're for this rigid conservative base. So they have courted this conservative older Chinese base to great effect. And I did a piece a while ago saying, you know, to that older base, they are rubbishing you in public. Wake up. They are, <coughs> they are promoting politicians like Gladys Liu, who came to become a liberal, far-right liberal candidate, pretty far to the right in the Liberal Party, and um, the, she's been out there bashing China in public, but she's got some really, really interesting background, and this is someone that Scott Morrison has personally supported. In 2019, media reports linked Liu to extra... Uh, an external influence organization called the World Trade United Foundation, which has ties to the United Front Work Department, which manages interest groups in support of the Chinese Communist Party. She's got ties to that group, goes out in public and pretends to be a firebrand against the Chinese influence in this country. Now, if I was working for uh, the Chinese government in, in some capacity and didn't want people, I might make a, to know about it, I might make a lot of noise in the other direction to convince them I'm not. Um, which manages interest groups in support of the Chinese Communist Party. Many of the World Trade United Foundation's members are also members of the Chinese People's Political Consultative Conference. Liu claims to have left this group in 2016. So she admits she was part of this very pro-China group. Liu was also reported to have been a member of two other front organisations from 2003 to 2015. So from 2003 to 2016, she's admitted to be part of uh, an apparatus that supports the Chinese Communist Party. And since then, she's been very vocal about not doing that. So what would you say for someone that spent you know, 13 years doing that? It's also been reported in 2018 the Australian Security Intelligence Organisation vetted certain guests at a meet and greet organised by Liu and suggested the then PM Malcolm Turnbull don't go. In 2019, media reports emerged Liu had connections to an alleged Chinese spy, Nick Zhao, based on images showing Zhao sitting next to Liu at a meeting for the Eastern Multicultural Branch of the Victorian Liberal Party. So you've got a Chinese spy, Nick Zhao, and Gladys Liu sitting next to him at a Chinese, at a Victorian Liberal Party function. Uh, in 2016, Liu's former home, uh, Zhao claimed that he had been offered a million by an unnamed Chinese businessman to infiltrate the Australian government, the Australian Liberal government, by running for the seat of Chisholm. Uh, Zhao reported the alleged cultivation to ASIO. And Liu, who was sitting next to him, said she'd never met him. Australian Prime Minister Scott Morrison has expressed his support for Liu, 
stating the criticism of the MP was racially motivated. Um, now, the, the fact that they're so hypocritical behind the scenes when they're doing all of this stuff is, is just incredibly hypocritical. Now, the real damage here is that it's a terrible idea. I have no problem with Australia, you know, resisting Chinese influence at all. But what the Liberal Party do is just they're reacting to their own mess. They're not coming from a position of strength or morality or any or, or you know, or, or of even being consistent. What's happening here is that they're making terrible decisions which are really harming Australia, but they're looking to be patsies. America has a very different relationship with China, which I've covered in this show. They're the biggest import market for the Chinese economy, half a trillion dollars a year. Sorry, the Chinese export market. And they import more goods from China per year than any other country. They employ an awful lot of people in Chinese factories, Apple being one of the most famous examples. There is a symbiotic relationship which they cannot break. They are each other's biggest economic partner. If imagine Australia exports $37 billion or did before Scott Morrison exports $37 billion a year in goods to China. China exports nearly $500 billion of goods to America each year. Every time, America is more than happy to throw Australia like a kite in the wind with an anti-China slogan written on it because they don't care. It doesn't hurt them at all. They are happy for us to wear it and for China to make an example of Australia. They have gone behind the scenes and picked up all of the trade that China has cancelled from Australia from red wine to beef to you name it to coal everything that china has stopped buying from australia america has started selling to them we are the biggest patsies on earth and the people doing it are solely doing it to get over the line in an election it is incredibly dangerous china are not going to forgive us anytime soon I bet they don't want the Liberal Party to win. Would you if you were China? The impact of what has happened to our economy is barely being mentioned in the media. But we're patsies. And this election is going to amp up the anti-China rhetoric to new unheard of regions. The only, the only thing that I hope is that the Chinese electorate in this country just wake up. Just because they say they're pro-business and that they're conservatives, they're not your friends.